0: Hey, everyone, on this week's Weekend One-Timer, we're talking about hockey games that didn't happen, what we should do with that time, a couple of hot takes around the league, and uh, what we want to talk about is we want to get you, everyone geared up to have a conversation about penalties in the NHL in the wake of Tim Peel's quasi-firing, not quite firing. Stay tuned for that and more on Fumble (laughs) Pop. Welcome back to Fumble Puck, everybody, for your weekend one-timer this week. You're here with Ashley and Noah. Ashley, what is going on?
1: Stuff. Keep sending those positive vibes, peeps. I still need them. What about you, Noah? What are you up to?
0: Uh, I I just watched The Masked Singer, so we're recording this on Wednesday night. And uh, no spoilers, don't you worry. I'm not a spoiler kind of person. But the person who got uh, eliminated and revealed, I totally called it. So I'm feeling wonderful right now. My ego got a nice boost and I'm feeling good.
1: <laughs> I actually stopped watching Big Brother because I just, I don't have the patience for it or the time. I don't you know.
0: Know, life is busy. There's like good busy and bad busy. I'm in a pretty big streak of like good busy, but uh, busy nonetheless.
1: Yeah, me too. And there's things I'd much rather be doing and watching. I started watching The Vow. Have you seen that one yet?
0: I have no idea what that is.
1: Oh, it's a show exposing a cult, essentially
0: oh wow that sounds exciting that sounds like something i might be interested in watching
1: i have quite a few of those for you to watch then because it's my new obsession i'm not that new i'm obsessed so
0: your new obsession
1: well no 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 not being in one but like <laughs> no but like i love learning about well people who got out of them essentially and how yeah so i'm really uh, interested in certain podcasts about that yeah so this one there's actually a podcast called a little bit culty which is what this the vow show is same people so yeah
0: so if I told you Tom Cruise is my best friend, does that weird you out?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, because that's the one cult that I really really, really, really love reading about and people who put out of it, so, yep.
0: So a little, little like, tidbit of information. So I'm a comic book hero we talked about, a comic book hero fan, right? I love comic books. Right. Growing up, my favorite superhero was Iron Man. Did you know that before they cast Robert Downey Jr., Tom Cruise was supposed to play Iron Man? No. Wouldn't that have sucked?
1: yes i don't know would he have been good as iron man i don't know i don't know anything don't. about iron man isn't that harry connick jr or something no wrong one who is that no.
0: no iron man is robert downey jr
1: Oh, i said harry connick jr i get those two confused just because they have three names i don't know why that's yeah. funny
0: harry connick jr was iconic in independence day uh he was great
1: he's also a singer
0: he is i remember yeah. commercials with him on tv like trying to sell his christmas albums or whatever
1: yeah, well, apparently I can't tell the difference between them. My apologies to Harry Connick Jr. and Robert Downey Jr. They sound the same. Come on.
0: Yeah, I guess. I'll, t- I'll give you that. That's fine. <laughs>
1: so, my apologies to both to Iron Man and to whatever Harry Connick Jr. The singer is known for whatever. He's known for movies too, but my apologies.
0: And uh, this podcast is known for hockey takes on the Habs and game recaps. Uh, do you want to recap the last uh, couple of games this week?
1: Sure. And that's our recap.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. our recap. We had no games.
1: No, which is crazy. Oh, did you see Mark Dumont was tweeting a fake live game it's tweet? It was hilarious. that. Yeah, amazing.
0: it was awesome. I have so much respect for someone who takes the time to keep us entertained like that. Mark Dumont's amazing.
1: I'm like the Mary Poppins with Lou Cheech and Gallagher. <laughs> 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 it was so funny. Um, yeah, so I actually have a question about that, if I can ask you about it, because I'm a little bit I guess I understand it but I just want to make sure I'm right on this. Boston yep. has like half their team out with COVID protocol, right?
0: Uh, I believe so. Yeah, they have a, they have a reasonable number.
1: Yeah, and they're still playing from what I understand. And so has a bunch of other teams that have two players out. Yet we're not playing till at least I'm guessing Tuesday at the earliest. Is that because they have to wait for the cases to appear because they were all at practice together on, I think it was Monday morning? Is that why?
0: Yeah. So, I'm again, I'm not a pro at this, but my understanding would be, you know, let's say you're out for, for dinner or whatever. You're at home and, you, you know, you pick up some Uber Eats or an Amazon package from your doorstep and that package may have come into contact. Uh, you find out before you get to the The training facility before you get to practice, you inform the team you can isolate and, and they know that you didn't come into contact with the team. If you have come in contact with the team, you are required to quarantine. And the problem, you can't just test and go right back to it because uh, there are often false positives or false negatives. So you need a string of uh, negative tests in order to clear you. So what that says to me is that the, con- the potential contact, which we don't know if they have COVID or not, right? It's none of our business really, um, but uh, the potential contact happened before they went to a team event, probably a practice, uh, and then they joined that practice without knowing that they were in contact. So right. uh, in- the precaution is you hold out for the week to wait for symptoms and a consistent string of negative tests.
1: Right. So currently, only Yoel Armia and Yasperi Kakaniami are still on the list as of today, which is March 24th. However, what's interesting is I think Tony Marinaro was saying he had it on good authority yesterday. I didn't hear his thing, I just saw him tweet about it that only one of them actually has it, and the other one was just possibly near him. But he didn't mention which one, it's none of our business, I hope they're both okay, I hope the whole team is okay. I just think the whole thing is very, very interesting. And I find it just strange that, I mean, it makes sense that we can't play because they could have, they definitely were in contact Monday at practice. I just find it very strange. Also, I'm guessing at this point, it's not a false positive, right? Because they've taken three tests or four tests. It's Wednesday, so three tests. So
0: likely, but not a hundred percent. Do
1: you think they have three false positives in a row? Uh,
0: I don't think so, but I'm not a doctor. Me neither. And that's not why little- I don't. Uh, yeah, that's why I don't. Uh, you know, dive into that. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, the good news is my mom got her shot. So, yay, I'm happy now. Both my parents have their shot. We're good. I'm next, hopefully. And we will not get into the debate about if the NHL should vaccinate their players or not because we are on two very different thought processes on that. So, we'll skip that. And let's just say I won in the poll. The end. Okay.
0: <laughs> sure. Save for another day.
1: Uh-huh. Bleeding
0: yeah. heart Noah will live to fight another day.
1: Sunday, when we have nothing else to talk about because the Habs still won't be playing <laughs> Right. What do we we, do?
0: We've got got time off, right? Like, we've got a week off from the team now. And, uh, you know, like, obviously we hope everyone's okay. That's the first priority. But what what does this time off do for our team? Like, right now we have the second worst record in one goal games in overtime. That hurts us. I was reading up on The Athletic uh, earlier uh, today that uh, dom from the athletic predicts that uh, montreal will stay on the same point pace but should be winning more of those ot games so an overall record he predicts based on his model uh they should stay in that fourth playoff spot ish so he thinks they're they're looking okay but what does this time off do for the team what do you think
1: i want you to try pronouncing dom's last name first lu is that actually how you say it
0: I- i'm pretty confident saying that uh, i know there's a lot of extra letters in there but i'm pretty sure it's lu or okay. Yeah, I was thinking of the sort, like they're closing off, you know? I'm like like us. There's an easier way to spell it than they just chose not to spell it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just so like, Dom's okay. model, like for those for those who listen who don't uh, have the athletic, like uh, I'm a big fan of them because they give a little bit of everything. You have the stat stuff, you have the absolute opposite antithesis of stat stuff. There's always something for everybody. Dom's model. So what he does, he builds a statistical model that gives outcomes and generates standings and stuff and predicts who can win games. But his model consistently outperforms the Vegas odds. It's it's as good as you can get for a predictive model. Understanding how probabilities work and there might still be variants. When Dom says you're going to be good 99 times out of 100 you're good
1: that's really cool i like that i would like to look at this model it's on the athletic i have a subscription i should use it
0: yeah dom dom's stuff is fantastic it's good work it's fun for anyone who wants to watch hockey with an analytics lens you know it's not for everyone but if you like that go dive in
1: Awesome. Well, so answering your question, I actually think the week off is very welcomed. Our team has played a lot of games in the last in the last two days off, or actually, I think it was a week off, and then we went straight into this craziness. So I don't, I welcome it. I think it's good for them. I mean, it sucks that they can't practice. I assume they're having Zoom meetings to talk about like systems and stuff like that. But I really think it's actually a blessing in disguise. I really do. Because they get the time off. They get to rest. I mean, I don't think they can go in for physio treatments or stuff like that. However, their bodies aren't going through the hardships of playing every other night or every night. No?
0: I, I think that's a very accurate point. I think you're right. I think, uh, you know, we came out flying at the start of the season. When we're arrested, like sitting with the bubble, right? When we're arrested, we do good things. So a week off might not be a bad thing. Uh You know, as long as they use it to address a couple of key pieces, you know?
1: Well, speaking of key pieces, what do you think? Isn't this the perfect week to trade?
0: Yeah, everybody's talking about that, right? Um, I I think there's an opportunity there for sure. If you combine the time off to to chip away at that two-week quarantine bit and Ben Sherrod being out, so there's some LTIR opportunity there. I know that Bergemay has a press conference tomorrow.
1: At 11. It's
0: either to announce a trade or it's to tell us he's not going to do anything, you know. <laughs> but it feels to me like there should be a trade happening.
1: I think it's more to address the COVID situation. But I don't think he's going to be addressing a trade. I mean, but Maybe I, he should. I mean, there should be one. If you think about it, logically, this is the perfect time. As you said, we have time off in between games. We're not playing till at least Tuesday. So it's another five days. You don't have to – or six days, seven days? Wait. Um, it's another, like, five days off that they have that they can just go and – hopefully get get acquire somebody and i and they can learn the system right because like we're not playing for a week so even if it's someone from canada i don't think there's any problem with that doing that but even if we did get somebody from like the flames or the oilers like i don't know mcdavid or someone then you know we can just not worry about throwing them into the fire you know
0: yep there was a rumor that um Kyle Dubas is currently watching the Calgary Ottawa game in whichever city they're in. I assume it's Ottawa. Um, other GMs are starting to look around, and there's not going to be too much shaking loose in the Canadian division. So, if you wanted to make a Canadian division trade, you need to do it kind of now because people are going to start moving their parts if they're out, right?
1: Yep. I agree. So we should look at Ottawa. Do they want us? I don't know. Maybe a Kachuk for Cacanelli trade. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: Oh my god, I couldn't stand Brady Kachuk on this team. I would be so unhappy.
1: Me too. But he would be scoring goals, so I wouldn't mind that so much. But I don't really like them and their antics. But
0: no, they're goons.
1: Yeah, not a fan. I'm yeah. not a fan of that kind of hockey. But anyways, yeah. So
0: we'll see. So we trade, trade should happen, probably won't, because Mark Bergeret is Mark Bergeret. Uh, he's probably going to talk tomorrow about why a trade would be the wrong thing to do and how rest is a weapon. And they're just going to rest up and then kick some butt. And if that's what they do, yay, I'll take it.
1: <laughs> also, I just want to say again, just we really hope that everybody's healthy and everybody's okay. Hopefully, they are false positives and that everyone's all right. And that I don't blame anybody for having this happen. It has happened to people who I know that they randomly just became positive. They have no idea where they got it from. And thankfully, everybody's been OK that I know who had it. So just a message out there.
0: Absolutely. And then uh, since we're not able to watch Habs hockey this weekend, there are some opportunities to watch some other hockey. Uh, you know, just replace the games on your Habs schedule with games from other teams. I got your Friday, Saturday, Sunday lineup of things to watch. First up, Friday, you're looking at Winnipeg versus Calgary. With um, with games being cancelled in the North Division now, we're going to have to start thinking about points percentage affecting the standings. Uh, with Montreal missing four or five games, right, um, it, it might be hard to get all those games back at the end of the season. You know, have to cram in a lot, right? So uh, points percentage might start to become a more valuable thing. Winnipeg, keeping up there, right, looking good. They have a lot of games coming up against Toronto, so every point they get to buffer their spot counts. And Calgary, are they, they're they trying to catch up, right? So this should be an exciting game with playoff implications worth watching.
1: For sure. They didn't Saturday. Play- they sorry. didn't cancel our games yet did they no they just postponed them for right now right
0: just postponed sorry if I said canceled I meant postponed but the idea okay. that we uh it might be tricky to make catch those up at the end of the year right with so many being missed
1: yeah
0: like there's I, no I, way every team in the NHL plays their full schedule out there's just it's just not a thing right
1: no for sure I just I thought I missed something but I didn't we're good okay not.
0: <laughs> and then uh Saturday you got Vegas versus Colorado that's a clash of the Titans matchup two of the best the two best teams in their division two teams with a legitimate Stanley Cup aspirations and and uh, if you haven't been watching Mark Stone, he is getting a whole bunch of buzz for the Hart Trophy. I'm not going to win it because it's Connor McDavid's trophy. Let's be completely authentic with that. But Mark Stone's playing some lights out hockey that I think you should definitely tune into and enjoy.
1: He's so good. And now that he's yeah. on the I can say that.
0: Yeah, it's so nice to cheer for someone you know, you know that you were used to hate. Now you don't hate them anymore. It's, it's wonderful. Like Corey yeah. Perry.
1: I love Corey Perry I'm just kidding
0: I've always been a Corey Perry fan actually I've never hated him I've been a, a Corey Perry fan since his rookie year
1: I know, he's great. Me too. I love,
0: I've liked him for a long time. He's great. Yeah, he's awesome. And then Sunday is uh, St. Louis versus Anaheim. Speaking of Corey Perry, there, uh, Anaheim Ducks. Uh, the reason why I wanted this game to stand out is because St. Louis might not be the real deal. Uh, they're struggling a little bit. They do not look anything like a team that won the Stanley Cup two years ago. Uh, if you're looking for them, because they're on that bubble fourth playoff spot, uh, as time goes on, if Jordan Binnington doesn't start being good at his job uh, and the rest of the team doesn't start diving in a little more, they're in trouble. Like, Vladimir Tarasenko's back... And he's not been moving the needle for them. By the start of the season, we probably would have thought St. Louis to be a lock for the playoffs, not looking like a lock right now anymore.
1: That's not good. They were so dominant two years ago.
0: Yeah, and they don't, they look pretty meh right now. Meh is the right word, I
1: think. Do you think it's because Petrangelo went to Vegas?
0: I definitely think that doesn't help. Uh, I'm not as high on Peter Angelo as most people, but I do think he's a top pair defenseman. Uh, I, I like that they got Tori Krug, but there's just something not right with that team uh, aside from their goaltending, which is not right.
1: I was just going to say, do you think it's Bennington? But you just answered that, so never mind.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely part of that problem is Jordan Bennington.
1: Who they just re-signed.
0: Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> And then that's our three games for this week. Hope you enjoy them. Hope you get some time to watch some hockey uh, because Montreal's not playing. I'll I'll just double down what we said before. My hot take prediction for this week. The rest will be good for the team. It'll help them.
1: I agree with you. I think that's a really good hot take, and I would have went with that one too, but I will come up with something new, which, give me four seconds. Hold on. Give me a countdown if you want. I'm coming up with something. Four,
0: three, two, one.
1: The Habs are going to trade for somebody really big, and it's going to surprise everybody. Oh.
0: That is, that is, they the spice just keeps getting laid on there. That's spicy. Uh, I really hope you're right.
1: I'm never right with these predictions. (laughs) Why is it Tyler (laughs) Trevoli was going to score six goals? Like he's going to miss six games is more what I should have said. Whoops.
0: In a a week of no real uh, Habs news necessarily, uh, we would expect that the dumb hot takes uh, would dwindle down a little bit, but of course they didn't. I'm not going to talk about it more than this, but, uh, Connor McKenna's Twitter take was really bad. Uh, trying to place some blame on players for them getting COVID. We have he's not an epidemiologist. Doesn't know how it works. And we're just going to move on from that. The the potential dumb take I wanted to talk about because I couldn't not reference the previous dumb take. Uh, but Jordan Harris didn't sign. That's uh that. So we all kind of we talked on the pod earlier this week that we thought Jordan Harris would sign now that his career is over. Uh, the Habs announced that he's going back to college for another year. The hot take I want you to avoid is that. It doesn't mean he's not going to sign with us. We're not going to lose him. He's not running off to play for another team. Uh, It's fine. We still have a whole year to go. Uh, There's tons of time. Everyone needs to relax, worrying about Jordan Harris, uh, pulling the the Jimmy Vc and signing elsewhere. It's just not a thing. We're good.
1: Well, I also think that, like, he stated when he was drafted how important education is to him. And, I mean, if you look at people in the past who rushed to sign, Louis LeBlanc being one of them, he should have stayed in school. Let's be honest. Like, school's important. I know people don't believe that, but school is important. Education is important. And if you're not going to make it as an NHLer, or let's say you get injured and you're hurt and you're out within a year or six years or seven years, you have to have a backup. So I don't think there's anything wrong with him staying in school, if I'm going to be honest with you.
0: I I agree, absolutely. Having a backup plan is just the smart thing to do. In fact, it says a lot about Jordan Harris' character that uh, it's not being rushed. Uh, yeah. There's also the possibility, which I'm not certain of, but there's a possibility he wanted to sign a Montreal said no. But that would have we would have heard all about that. There would have been a lot of smoke around that. So I think we're good. We don't have to worry about Jordan Harris for now. Jake Evans did his whole time. He did his whole full college career. He was fine. We're good. I-, I won't stress about this. I won't let this invade my life.
1: Now, if it was Cole Caulfield, I'd be a little bit more concerned.
0: Yeah, because he wanted to sign last year. There would be a legitimate worry. Yeah, absolutely. But we're not in that situation, so we're good.
1: Yep, and now apparently he can have like four more games he can play with us because we're not playing this week. There you go. <laughs> Last half full.
0: Yeah, we'll take it. What we are also going to take is a, a moment to, for our newsworthy opinions. Uh, just wanted to talk about Tim Peel.
1: Oh boy, Tim Peel. Yeah, Tim Peel and Chris Lee, my two favorite referees in the league, aren't they? Oh yeah.
0: Well, no, because now only Chris Lee is your favorite referee in the league.
1: Oh, yeah, love him. He's great.
0: His Tim peels has gone, kind of.
1: Yeah, so first of all, I knew it. <clears throat> so second of all, what the hell? Or should I say, what the beep? Because what is he doing? There's like so many yeah. cameras and microphones all over the ring. You have to be so careful with what you're saying. I'm surprised this hasn't happened sooner, to be honest. What a rookie move. No?
0: Yeah, it, it's just Bush League, right? Like, I have so many thoughts on the actual scenario and what he was referring to in game management. Uh, I don't know personally where I stand yet on it, but... Um, But I do know that he's a bonehead for getting busted doing it, you know, and the NHL was very careful in their statement. If you read it saying, you know, oh, he's just not going to be working any more games. It was them trying to uh, avoid the issue. Right. They, uh, they, the Campbell statement was like, oh yeah, we want to protect the integrity of the game. I don't think you do like that. (laughs) You you don't. Right. And as fans, like as fans and even the players, I don't even know if we as fans want the refs calling the book. Exactly. I don't know.
1: I think they need – look, I don't believe that if one team commits three penalties, the other team should get three power plays too. That to me is absolute bullshit. It That should is be exactly more,
0: how it happens though, right?
1: Right, which it shouldn't be evening it up or something. If a team is legit being dirty, call them on it. Like – there's so many – we talked about this on the last pod too is there's so many times that somebody is doing something dirty and they don't even call it, period. And then because he wants to, get like, punish Nashville, he gives them a tripping call on a not real trip. Like, what is this shit? Like, the refs are there to keep the game – to keep the flow. They're not there to control the game and to manipulate the outcome. And that's what they're doing is they're just manipulating the outcome. And that's a huge issue. I mean – We can go back to so many games that Tim Peel has reffed that I, like every time Tim Peel was roughing, we're like, hashtag blind as bat hashtag Tim Peel night, hashtag. Oh God, we're going to lose. You know what I mean? Like it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. It's, it's insanely frustrating. Like but a lot of it is, I feel like uh, I see stuff happen. I, my, my desire is for unsafe plays to be, legitimately penalized and punished right like hits from behind etc those matter to me um the little things that should be called they get missed like like a trip getting missed it bothers me because i think you should call the rule book but at the end of the day honest question that i don't think there's a right answer to do you want to watch a five hour long hockey game that has 40 power plays on it
1: no i do not (laughs) do you (laughs) i don't
0: think so i mean if i i feel like it would get tedious right all the start stop start stop it's already a very heavy start stop league on game so again that's the kind of question where i think there needs to be an honest conversation about it we haven't really as fans been honest about that part we say call the rule book and we mean it when we say it but when you really stop to think about it if you call everything the way it should because it's it's ice people are going to Take penalties all the time. It's slippery, you know. <laughs> like there are sticks flying around. Do we really want every single penalty called? I no, want. No, the, I want all the violent ones called, like all like the slashes and stuff like that. I want those called.
1: Well, I don't want puck over the glass on a total unintentional play called. I think that's ridiculous. Like to me, that's the delay game penalty is so stupid. And there was one that the, the player legit pushed the net off the their moorings, and hey, it was fine. Like I want. I want fair. I just want fair. I don't. I want the penalties called, but I want them to be fairly called. I don't think it's okay when we get away with stuff. I don't think it's okay when other teams get away with stuff. I want it evenly called, but not necessarily to the extent that the game becomes five hours. I agree with you. That's just ridiculous. Like, who wants to watch that?
0: Yeah, I think there might be some more to this. Like, how do you time power plays? You know, like, do you blow the whistle right away to call it? Do you wait? I, I'm, I'm I'm trying to, I'm wrapping my head now around flows in the game. And I think this is something that maybe we can dive into a little more uh, on Sunday. I think that might be fun. We'll talk to our uh, our viewers and see what they want to say, what they think and what they, they've been thinking about in regards to this. You, you want to talk about this more on Sunday?
1: Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Put that on the agenda.
0: Done. That sounds awesome. We're going to reach out to everyone uh, listening and see what do you guys think uh, is the right thing to do and what do you want to see happen?
1: Yeah, and don't forget, you can always contact us on social media at FumblePuckPod, on social, on social, on Twitter, on Instagram, hold on, on, I'm going to have to edit this a lot. On Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, we're under at Podcast. You can always email us, Ashley at Fumble Puck Pod or Noah at Fumble Puck Pod. We also have a website that we're in the process of making, You can get in touch with us any way you want. Please let us know. We'd love to hear feedback of what you think and get asked and answer our questions and ask us
0: questions. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, We're hoping that uh, we're able to talk about actually scheduled games. And this doesn't go any further when we, uh, when we release our next week's episode, Uh, everyone else have a great weekend. Uh, Enjoy your, enjoy your time. Enjoy your, your days off and uh, watch some hockey.
1: And stay safe. Speak to you soon.
0: All right, take care, everyone.